loving you. Oh, it's Hello. your week, Luke. Oh, Luke. What's up? It's your week mm-hmm. to start the show. Right. We didn't talk about it, but I did know that it was me. Oh, okay. All right, fr- from the top. Oh, Luke, it's Make your it week. Make it drop. DJ, blow my speakers up. Nope. Hello, and welcome to Nickel Park. This is a couch-guided safari through the wilderness of life, and I'm your tour guide, Luke. Hello. I am your tour guide, Joshua. Hello, I'm your tour guide, Ben. There's the energy. Listen, I get, I get dunked on because I'm so quiet, like so I'm like a church mouse. Well, you're you're hot, you're hot, you're you're loud for the first like two minutes of the show, yeah, and, and then, then you get comfortable. They get and I start <laughs> tanking fast. The energy immediately drops. I have a job and a baby, and it's killing me slowly. <laughs> so. And that was depression hour with Ben. <laughs> no, those are all good things. Oh, oh, that was happy hour with Ben. Yeah, that was happy hour. We, um, you want to get into depression hour? I don't. I want to okay. get into, you said church mouse, and mm-hmm. w- what's that? Church mouse is like, did you see the Robin Hood, the mm-hmm. animated one? Uh, Like twice in my pre double digit years okay so you remember it clearly it, yep. it, it there were two church mice and there was like there were like a couple and they lived in the church they were mice that lived in a church yeah they were like trying to keep the church keep the church mm-hmm. running because prince mm-hmm. john was taxing them to death mm-hmm. and one of them mm-hmm. played the organ broke my heart as like an eight-year-old because like the, they, the Robin Hood came, gave him money, and then the bad dude, the sheriff of Nottingham, came and he stole the money right out of the offering. Yeah, and they had been saving it. See these little mice? Mm-hmm. They had one little coin, and they kept it tucked up under their little mice mattress. And they decided that they were going to donate it, and so they pulled it out. It was almost as big as their whole mattress, and they mm-hmm. dropped it in the big offering box. Did I thought didn't they get they gave it to the poor guy, but that was Robin Hood. Mm, and then he gave them maybe. like a big bag of coins afterwards later i don't know maybe. it's mice that live in a church right okay so that didn't help me at all what i'm getting at is where did the saying come from and why are mice in a church quieter than standard I mice think everything's quieter in a church not organs short church bells neither hmm Maybe it's because the church kills all the mice, and so it's like a play on, like, quiet as a church mouse, because they're all dead. Because they're all dead. Because they don't dead. exist. Mm. That could be good. But then at that rate, why church mouse? Well, why not quiet as a... Uh, a... Uh, grave. Silent anything as else grave. that's dead. That's sure. a good one. That, that, yeah. Speaking of church and mice... um. Have you guys been keeping up with Nicolas Cage recently? Uh, no. I knew he got married and then got divorced like a day later. That was the okay. last I heard. Right. That's pretty tame given his other stuff. Um, so this man has been in many movies recently. Mm. I didn't realize. Recently? I, really for the last forever. This man has been just... In everything. I didn't realize he how many movies he's in every year. It's like a minimum of two. 
and wow. maximum of at least five. I think five might be the most I've seen. Wildly so he's impressive. Never not acting. Yeah, no, seven, uh, six, six movies this year. Let's see, 2018, six movies. 2017, six movies. 2019, five movies. 2022, took a little break there. One was The Crudes, though. 2021, mm. he's already been in three, and the year's not even over. This year? This this present year. So, I was curious. Uh-huh. What are these movies he's in? Because I'm not seeing them. To be fair, I haven't seen uh-uh. a new movie since the pandemic started, so that could be on lo- me. <laughs> All right, so one of his more recent ones. Luke, no, no, no. You don't this have is my bit. Oh, this is my bit. Okay. Dang right. it, Josh, this is my bit. Wait, which movie were oh. you going to talk about? The first one I found. I'm so sorry. I didn't know that's where you're going with it. I was just trying to find additional <laughs> stuff to talk about. Let's play your game. I'm just going to read through these. Mm-hmm. Nine movies that I pulled up in the descriptions. Okay. This is the movie. And you guys, can you, do you guys want to guess? We don't have to go through all nine, I guess, but do you guys want to guess what the plot is? Yeah, give it, give us a title. We'll guess the yeah. plot. Okay. This movie came out in 2021, I believe. Yes. Rated R. The title of it is Pig. Is this the one that you pulled up, Josh? This is a, yeah. This is the one yeah, I pulled right. up. So I won't. Luke, okay. I won't guess this one. Luke, but please take a guess. guess. It's called it's Pig. Pig. Okay, so he is a policeman, mm. and he, uh, I think what he's trying to go for uh, is that uh, to space. He's gonna go. To space as a policeman, mm-hmm. I got nothing. I like <laughs> I like the way you just kind of went like to eleven though from the beginning because that is Nicolas Cage style, right? I knew if if he was a policeman, he wouldn't be a standard mm-hmm. driving around in a in a in a cop car pulling people over policeman. Right. He'd be doing something absolutely outrageous. Right. So like space this movie. The, the description is, a truffle hunter who lives alone in Oregonian wilderness must return to his past in Portland in search of his beloved foraging pig after she is kidnapped. <laughs> That's it's not about, real. It's about a pig. Can he name it pig? That's not. It's a, okay. It's rated R. It's a movie with Nicolas Cage and a real pig. About, it's, like, it, it's, na- it's rated R. It's like about taken. finding truffles. It's like taken if Liam Neeson was a truffle hunter. It was like yeah, like a fat graying old truffle hunter, and his pig was like a short, red-haired pig, cute pig. As someone who knows pigs, it's a cute pig. The description writer did a great job saying Oregonian wilderness mm. makes it sound like it's not a boring state yeah. of Oregon like in the United States. <laughs> I like States. that he has to go back to his past in Portland. Portland. <laughs> Like it's so far. Yeah, they they ruined it by saying Portland. <laughs> uh, so that's so that's Pig. Uh, another one that came out this year. This one was made for TV, twenty twenty one rated TVMA. Uh, it's called Willie's Wonderland. Mm, okay, I think Willie's Wonderland is a story about a toy maker who has a factory. And he, it turns out that uh, he is also 
like a, a strict follower of Satan and he possesses his toys to come alive and attack children after they purchase them. Yeah, so you're not far off. Uh, this one, I mean, a little far off, but you got like the toy thing, right? A quiet drifter is tricked into a janitorial job at the now condemned Willy's Wonderland. The mundane tasks suddenly become an all-out fight for survival against wave after wave of demonic animatronics. Whoa, I was... You did so good. <laughs> Fists fly, kicks land, so titans clash. And only one side will make it out alive. Titans clash. Ooh, Titans clash. I love that. I got to see this bold movie. statement. Is Did it Titans? Is in like like uh, Greek mythology? Titans. Like, yeah, it's like spelled like ti- like Titans. Is there another way to spell Titans? No, I was just saying like in this toy factory are the actual Greek mm. Titans fighting each other i hope they mean like well the only other kind there are are the ones uh down in texas and they play football mm. and the teen ones no they're in tennessee <laughs> that's where they are i hope that they mean like Chuck E. cheese comes out an industry titan that's what i hope <laughs> i love the demonic animatronics like someone was just nick cage was sitting there and he said to himself demonic animatronic and then the movie was written in his head <laughs> like that was just it that that, that's pretty good. I can I can see that in some kind of rap yeah. verse. I also like like that. Just that he was Eminem would say tricked. That. Says a janit a, a quiet drifter is tricked into a janitorial job. <laughs> like whoops! Oh, here's a mop. I know we said you were gonna get a calculator, but sorry. I like to imagine he was completely tricked into employment as a whole. You know, they were like, "Hey, you want some free food?" <laughs> Frank, here's a mop in that Sign cart. Sign here. Whoops. Now you have to work in our condemned wonderland. <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty good. Listen, it might take a long time to go through nine of these. We should. We could just hit some of the highlights. Keep going. I love uh, it. So this one is called... Oh, sorry. One quick point about Willy's Wonderland. His, his name for the movie, like in the movie, the character he plays is titled mm-hmm. The Janitor. Oh, no name. Nameless. He's just the janitor. Yeah. Real edgy, cool films do that. Yeah. He doesn't need a name. Hey, yeah. real real quick for the audience here. Um, if you've heard of any of these movies, um, send me your Venmo and I'll give you $3. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm quite sure I'll be keeping all my money. <laughs> so this next one is called Prisoners of the Ghost Land. Um... And y'all don't have to guess, because I don't think you're going to really get I there. I feel like I got a good vibe of what's going on. There's some... Um, well, it, it takes place in the Bermuda Triangle, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there's an island that no one has ever found. Well, a lot of people have found it, but they all get lost there mm-hmm. and die. But Nicolas Cage, uh, he's he's searching it out. You know, he, he knew it was there. He heard whispers in the wind. And he went there, uh, landed, um, to to find the ghosts. But then he liked it, even oh. though mm-hmm. he's a prisoner, and he becomes he's their he's both their king and prisoner at the same time. Mm. Okay, uh, that is not this movie, but I'm really scared that if we keep reading through his movies, that will be one of his movies. <laughs> 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 like the odds are pretty good. 
Uh, so this one is set in a treacherous frontier town of Samurai Town, where a ruthless Wait. bank robber. Pause. pause. Does it say that how you said it? It's a set in the treacherous frontier city of Samurai Town. <laughs> yes, you know Samurai Town. That sounds like a place in like a kid's book. They're yeah, like, hi, welcome to Samurai Town. It sounds like a section of an amusement park. <laughs> <laughs> like Holiday World. Yeah. It sounds like a Fisher Price yeah, set. <laughs> oh man so a city of samurai town where a ruthless bank robber is sprung from jail by by wealthy warlord the governor whose adopted granddaughter adopted granddaughter <laughs> bernice Sorry. bernice has gone missing bernice gets a name that's good the governor okay. offers the prisoner his freedom in exchange for retrieving the runaway Strapped in a leather suit that will self-destruct within three days, <laughs> the bandit sets off on a journey to find the young woman and his own path to redemption. Oh, There's so many things. It's a lot to unpack. All right, can you go sentence by sentence on yeah. that description and let's break it down? Yeah, this one also is 2021. This one hasn't been released yet, so it doesn't have a rating. Oh, man. Okay, here we go. Set in the treacherous frontier city of Samurai Town. <laughs> okay, okay. Hold on. Frontier Town. So is this like olden days? I have no so idea. So it's like the samurai came over in the 1870s mm-hmm. to America, right? That's typically the mm-hmm. frontier. Sure. And then they settled. Sure. All I right, think, go, I just think go it's post, I'm looking at some pictures. It looks post-apocalyptic. And one picture, Nicolas Cage, is well, clearly his hair is dyed black because he's very old at this point. He's got like a snarl on his face and he's wearing a football helmet, but like pieces are missing. Like it looks very old. So I think this is kind of a post-apocalyptic thing. Okay. okay. Also, there's a picture of him surrounded by a bunch of, I guess, samurais. In like Western gear, with some some of them have swords and some have six shooters, and he's wearing a leather jacket and it is unzipped at the front, so you can see his extremely hairy chest. <laughs> this picture is worth looking up. Anyway, yeah, I'm about to look into this. Ooh. Okay, so set in the treacherous frontier city of Samurai Town, where a ruthless bank robber is sprung from jail by wealthy warlord the governor, whose adopted granddaughter Bernice has gone missing. <laughs> I love the name Bernice. Like I it's do too. Samurai Town, and he's a warlord, but his granddaughter's name is Bernice. Bernice. So is he a warlord just within the town? Because warlord sounds a lot more extravagant than just contained in one town. It does. Maybe there's a bra. Maybe there's more outside of Samurai Town. This movie is buck wild. Do you see? The name of Nicolas Cage's main character? Yes. Luke, would you Luke, would you like to guess what his character is? No. Oh. His name? Yeah, the name his of character's the main character. name in the movie. Uh, uh, I can't even. I got nothing. Yeah, no, it's just hero. It's <laughs> 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 <is> not. <laughs> what is this called? <laughs> it's just hero. Prisoners of the Ghost Land. Ghost Land. Oh yeah, that's what we were still on. It looks pretty no ballin', way. to be honest though. I'm, I feel like we should go watch it. If this comes out in theaters, I feel like we should go watch it. Yeah, we can do a whole episode on our, our take on it. 
Yeah, we can do a review. Um, oh, this this comes out in four days. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. I think we should go see it. I'm just going to reread the last sentence and then we can move on. Strapped mm-hmm. into a leather suit that will self-destruct within three days, the bandit sets off on a journey to find the young woman and his own path to redemption. I love that. Strapped mm-hmm. into a leather suit that will self-destruct within three days. Like, it doesn't say what is it? What is in three days. It says within three days. Like, within at days. some Sometime. point. <laughs> D- what? It's so weird. Like, it's they don't say, like, a, a bomb vest or right. any like a leather suit mm-hmm. that will self-destruct right it's made out of tnt cows yeah but maybe like what if at the end of the movie the suit the leather just destroys itself and there's just naked nick cage and he's like oh <laughs> right. well that's much less exciting no damage to him at all right <laughs> i like how he's on a mission to save himself and also the granddaughter mm-hmm yeah, this dude wants his granddaughter saved, but only if it's in three days. Right, like, if, right. if it takes more than three days to save her, he's not interested. <laughs> Do you guys see the picture of Nicolas Cage just sitting in a prison cell in his undies? Because that's also really good. Yep, I see it. Wow. Oh, man. Interesting lighting. Interest- the lighting choice in this picture. Yeah, it's it real is, focused. It's like a picture. The picture is taken through the prison like bars mm-hmm. and all of it is in shadow except for the one part of the cage that is his crotch which is very bright yeah Nick what, cage what did cage. you guys search to find this it's just on, on imdb, IMDb. Oh, it's i mean you could look IMDb. up nick cage and whitey tidies if you wanted to <laughs> also i'm assuming this picture of him in a leather jacket is him strapped to the leather jacket but it's very like open and unzipped like it's not all yeah, I'm wondering if that's like end game. Mm. Like he's found a way to disconnect it. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. What's next, Ben? Okay. Uh, this next one's called Jujitsu. And the storyline is. I found what? the picture. Huh? It's funny. What? I found the picture. I, ju- oh. I just now got there. Oh, of the crotch. Yeah. <laughs> it really is well lit. Uh all right, we'll just read this one, and uh, then we'll just move on. Jiu-Jitsu, when Jake Barnes, a master jiu-jitsu fighter, refuses to face Brax, an indomitable alien creature, the future of humanity hangs in the balance. Injured and suffering from severe amnesia, Jake is captured by a military squad unequipped to fight the merciless intruder who has descended upon the planet. Jake is rescued by Wiley, an ancient order, and an ancient order of jiu-jitsu fighters who must help him recover his memory and regain his strength in order to band together and defeat Brax in an epic battle that will determine the fate of mankind. <laughs> this is five stories in one! <laughs> they just They just chose a few bits of, like, successful movies and were like, let's do them all. <laughs> What's a good, big, strong alien name? Hmm. You got Drax. Well, we just changed it a little bit. What if it was Brax? <laughs> And what if this guy was both Jason Bourne and Batman, but not as cool as either of them? Oh, man. Also, I like how the 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 people who train him, their solution to fight the big bad space alien is to take this broken amnesiac <laughs> and train him as opposed to taking an already trained person. Uh, I like that he refuses to face Brax. Like, it doesn't say he got beat by him, it just says he refuses to face him. It's like, mm-mm, no, 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 no. Nah. 
And then he somehow as got he it. should. Mm-hmm. That's the only reasonable part of the entire thing. Right. Ooh. That's like that's like if Harry Potter got his letter to Hogwarts and he was like, Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'll stay here. <laughs> he went ahead and obliviated himself right off the bat. <laughs> he just couldn't take it. <laughs> I just want to live in blissful ignorance. <laughs> it's like if Neo chose the blue pill or whatever the the pill to stay in the Matrix was and also opted out for memory loss. Yeah. forget that blue pill all the way that's way too much pressure Jack oh man and then he got forced into it by some old guy and his friends ooh okay alright one more I want one more give me another one oh man there's so many good ones Uh, you can just cut the ones that aren't as good this one's called Primal Storyline of Primal is a big game hunter for zoos. <laughs> no. It can't be real. He's a big game hunter That's for zoos. That's not how it works. <laughs> He's booked passage on a Latin American shipping freighter with a fresh haul of exotic and deadly animals from the Amazon, including a rare white jaguar. Along with a political assassin, expect. <laughs> okay, so you got okay. an animal hunter and a people hunter. Okay, so the big game hunter for zoos booked passage on a Latin American shipping freighter with a fresh haul of exotic, deadly animals from the Amazon, including a rare, rare white jaguar, along with a political assassin being extradited to the U.S. in secret. Two days into the journey, the assassin escapes and releases the captive animals, throwing the ship into chaos. Okay. Ooh. Oh man, the little the little tags underneath it, I guess, for like finding movies that are like it, are Wild Animal on the Loose, Big Game Hunter, Shipping Freighter, Amazon Jungle, and Greek Ship. <laughs> what? Well, G- Greece is Latin American. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's where all the jaguars are. I clicked on Greek ship. It says sort by popularity. Most popular movies and TV shows tagged with the word Greek ship. That's a pretty good list. Guess what comes up first? My big fat Greek Titanic. Primal. This movie. Oh. (laughs) The only one who's ever used Greek Greek ship. ship. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, Big Game Hunter for Zeus is really good. I'm not going to lie. This sounds entertaining. It does. It's like snakes on a plane. Yeah. And prison break. And prison break. He's got a real name in that one. His character's Frank Walsh, so that's pretty cool. Mm. Oh, man. Okay. I don't know if I can find any that will really match match that. All right, we got to do this one. This one's called Running with the Devil. Top top build actors are Nicolas Cage and Lawrence Fishburne. So, Whoa. The Matrix. A re- that's a real guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh a large batch of cocaine smuggled from Mexico to Canada through the United States is mysteriously lost along the way. The head of the drug cartel instructs his two assistants, assistants, cook and man, to figure out where and exactly man? what went wrong. Are there two ends in that? It's cook and man. Those are his two assistants. The cook okay. man. Cook. So I'm imagining. Uh huh. Yeah. The 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 cook. Cook is just a female chef, and he was like, you are a cook, and then he ran out of creative ideas and was like, man, man. and it's just some guy. 
Yeah, Crooked Man must check the entire chain of international drug trafficking crossing borders while trying to slip away from the feds. That's less exciting. Uh, but I want you guys to guess who's Cook and who's Man, because it's Lawrence Fishburne and Nicolas Cage. Which one of them is which? They're, bo- they're both of them? Yeah, those are the two. I think Lawrence Fishburne is Cook. I also think that, because, yeah, mm. it just is. False. Nicolas Cage is the Cook. Lawrence Fishburne is the Man. I kind of want to watch this. And just I want to watch all of these. How these two aging, sort of rotund men find a lot of cocaine. The message I'm taking from this is that with I think a moderate sum of money, we could get Nicolas Cage to do just about anything we literally want. Literally anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, Ben, you left off a key word. It's I did? the cook and the man. Well, in the description, it's just cook and man. Uh, well, so in the credits, it's the cook, the man. There's also Leslie Bibb plays agent in charge. Mm. Cole Hauser plays the executioner. The budget was so low. The budget was so low, they couldn't even think of names for him. That would require too much brain power, cost them money. I just want to see the movie to see how they communicate with each yeah. other without names. One one person, his credit is Homie. Mm. That's his name in the movie. That's just a little taste of what Nick Cage has been up to recently. I didn't even dig back past 2019, I think, for those those movies. Um, maybe not even 2020, so there's probably a lot more good stuff out there. That's incredible. Again, as Luke said, if you've heard of any of those movies, and, and better yet, if you've seen any of them, Please let us know, because Luke will pay you, and we'll have you on the podcast to talk we about We will have movies. you on the podcast. Oh, man. Sorry, I really railroaded the whole... It became a Nicolas Cage fan club for a bit. I'm about it. That was so good. The I didn't know the lore went that deep. Big game hunter for zoos. I like this not even specific zoos. Like, it's just, it's just any zoo. I gotta know, though, in the movie, like, <laughs> does he kill him in, at a, like, in self-preservation? Does he kill that big white jaguar? I can't He's say He's gotta. There's only two options. He either kills it or befriends it and mm-hmm. uses it against the bad guy. I hope that that... I mean, it's a Nicolas Cage movie. Like, that's gotta be it, right? No, I bet, like, the the, the actor, like... Or the, the character, he has, like, one rule. He's like, my one rule is I don't kill. I don't kill these animals. And then, into the movie, he's faced with the choice of catching the bad guy or and letting his animal live. And he's gotta he's gotta catch the bad guy. Yeah. Or it's like a final it's like a final stare down scene. Nick Nick's got the gun pointed at the bad guy, mm-hmm. and the bad guy's like, "Do it! I know your one rule is that you don't kill." And he's like, "Only animals." And then Ooh. pulls the trigger, and then the jaguar comes out, and they, I don't know, make out or something. Or maybe here's my guess. Mm-hmm. What if? He catches the bad guy, but as he's catching the bad guy, in order to catch the bad guy, he has to let the jaguar kill him. Ooh. Yeah. Dang. Okay. All right. And that's how he finds himself. Because the other guy is going to kill the jaguar, but he tackles that guy Mm -hmm. and handcuffs him and lets the jaguar kill him. He jumps in front of the bullet. Yeah. Takes the shot. The jaguar is like, dang, that's my boy. There's so many ways this could go. We got to get a hold of this flick and watch it. All right. That's all I had. Should we go make some money now? Let's make some money. I guess. 
Hello, folks, and welcome to the ad booth, the part of the podcast where we do ads. This week, we are doing a go big, go home, and go... We're just going to the ads, all in one. There is a company by the name of iFly located here in Kentucky, and they specialize in indoor in skydiving. <laughs> There's a little uh, local organization up in Ohio, not too far from us, right across the river, by the name of iFly, and they specialize in indoor skydiving experiences with you know with the big turbines, the fans, and the tube, and you get to kind of skydive, but inside. They are partnering with another Ohio original, Skyline Chili. Uh, which has also made it big in Louisville, so that's kind of our go big slash go home. Um, Skyline and iFly are partnering in a special event, hot dog coney eating contest, skydiving, coney eating, eat conies while skydiving Mm -hmm. contest. Mm -hmm. It's an all-day event. People can sign up. People can come watch, sponsor, throw hot dogs at people. It's going to be nuts. We're going to talk about some of the stuff that you can expect to find at this one-of-a-kind event. Oh, yeah. And for those of you who are wondering, like, hey, the names sound kind of similar. Yes, they did play on that. This is the iSkyline event. Uh, Joey Chestnut's going to be there, in case anyone was wondering. Of course, Defo. The, the hot dog man himself will be there. Um, he is going to be bringing down the... He's going to be bringing a wrap to the, the event. He's going to be uh, perching at the top of the skydiving cylinder, and they're just going to throw hot dogs at him, and the big fan's going to... Shoot him up to him. And he's gonna see how many hot dogs he can eat at the top of a big turbine. Yeah, I love it. They're gonna uh, do a competition actually. So if you are like really good at making chili cheese conies, sign up for this one. Uh, they get four people in the tube going at the same time. They get all the ingredients floating around, little bowls and things. You have to make one and then serve it to people, and you see how many of those you can make and serve in. Under a minute. Yep. While fl- while flying. While flying. Yeah. Four. So four people. One person is the table. I should clarify. You need a table. You need someone who's really good at staying really straight, and then the rest of you just kind of work off their back, slide it down mm-hmm. the leg to the person uh, you're serving. And at the end, uh, they're doing a big kind of finale where they're just throwing all the leftover chili into the fans, and then you can kind of jump in the tube, and it'll be—it's kind of like a, like a colored run, but f- just chili, sort of just red. Just kind of one one color. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but edible. Right. Pretty cool. Which makes it infinitely better. I'd take mm-hmm. one color that I could eat over a bunch of colors I couldn't eat any day. Yeah, they're doing long-distance cracker shoots. You know how you, like, throw crackers into your best bud's mouth? Mm-hmm. They're doing that, but, like, one person's skydiving above the other person, and the person mm-hmm. on the bottom has to kind of toss the crackers up. The person on top's mm-hmm. got to catch them. There's a slight choking hazard. Um, yeah, because the cracker is coming at you at 130 miles an hour. Bring a dental dam. Uh, they're doing one. They call it the Lady and the Tramp. Uh basically couples sign up and they hop inside the the chamber and they have one long spaghetti noodle and they have to hold it between their mouths as long as possible so not only do they have to like skydive in tandem but they also have to make sure the noodle doesn't break or anything um that's gonna be a pretty cool event yeah i'm i'm excited about the um the race that they're doing, I forget what they called it, but basically two people start at the top of the tube and one chili dog starts at the bottom mm. and it's just an all out brawl. Whoever eats the chili dog first, um, 
is is the winner. So it's going to be a race to the bottom slash meet it in the middle mm-hmm. fight over the dog in the air. Absolutely epic scene, mm-hmm. bracket style. They're going to do best of sixteen. Uh, yeah, it's almost like a drag race. Right. So yeah, that is the Ice Skyline mm-hmm. event taking place uh that's going to be october 13th um so go ahead and get your tickets you can check it out at iskyline.com and you can go ahead and sign up for an event or or whatever suits your fancy it's gonna be cool we'll see you there this is the part of the podcast folks where we take problems and we solve them unconventionally and this week we are once again going to help our neighbors in the beautiful sunny hollywood florida um this uh this problem and this one has no comments yet so we will be the first person helping uh them out and so this is this is definitely a a big service that that we can help provide so without further ado zw zoo worker zimbabwe Mm. Zimbabwe. Okay, yep. Zimbabwe says, Halloween is coming, period. If you have adult costumes just sitting in a box, comma, please consider donating them to the elderly of an assisted living facility. We are going to have a Halloween bash monster mash party. So, That's it. So Zimbabwe is looking for adult costumes for the elderly at the assisted living facility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Quick, uh, we should clarify. I feel like early I, yep. on, we're thinking the same thing. Yeah, uh, let's define adult. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is there's clearly only two options? Mm-hmm. Made for not children mm-hmm. or sexy. Right. Is it adult sized in its dimensions, or is it adult formatted in its lack of dimensions? Yeah, adult themed mm-hmm. in its promiscuity, if you will. Hmm. Is it is could I donate my Nicolas Cage from Prisoners in the Ghostland prison scene costume? <laughs> you sure could. That's a real hit every Halloween. I just sit in a dark room with a spotlight on my whitey tidies. People. Yeah, it's 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 a real bummer too because a lot of people mistake you for Gollum, and yeah. it's a real shame. And just like a sexual offender. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good look. Come on, Nick Cage, you're better than that. So Ugh. because because Zim says uh, costumes sitting in a box, it makes me think that maybe. Uh, they're looking for costumes that someone has perhaps outgrown, in which case we may be looking at the sexier out- outfit. And and this person no mm. longer fits kind of that theme. Right. They've gone for a different sexy look at this point in their lives. Mm-hmm. More of the dad bod kind of look. Mm-hmm. 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 I'll be honest, though. There's not a ton. I feel like there is a not... Well, let's be fair. I've not done a lot of research. Uh, you don't typically hear about sexy male halloween costumes that's a good point they tend to be mostly goofy like the one the guy with the one boob big he's a big boob Mm -hmm. 
or the guy who's like uh, a, a fat cop. Yeah, a fat cop with a donut. Mm-hmm. I'm also curious. So they said we're going to have a Halloween bash monster mash party. I want to know why they felt the need to include Halloween bash and didn't didn't feel like monster mash party was was enough. Do they mean monster smash? In that case, we're definitely looking at option number two. Yeah. What's what's if you guys? Okay, you guys are uh, seventy nine. Mm-hmm. And got it. You are gonna go to a Halloween bash monster mash party. What mm. costume do you guys wear? I'm wearing. So, uh, assuming I'm seventy nine, I've probably gained a bit of weight by now. Mm-hmm. One of we were talking about goofy guy costumes. One of them is, of course, an avocado, where the pit is the belly, mm, right? The, the protruding tummy. Mm-hmm. However, because I'm seventy nine, I will be a very brown, mushy avocado, <laughs> and not so much a typical bright green avocado that you might be thinking of. That's good. That's quite good. <laughs> yeah, I really like that. That's going to look really bad, but be so funny. You could just leave parts of your human body showing through because it'll be kind of wrinkly anyway at that point. That's a good mm-hmm. point. I was gonna. I was thinking similarly, I'll be different shaped, and I'm thinking, unfortunately, the shape I'll result in is a Mike Wazowski shape. Mm-hmm. And I'll kind of go mm-hmm. as Mike Wazowski because my legs will probably be pretty skinny at that point, and I'll have the perfect eyeball p- pooch, so... So so far, two round green things, Luke. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just dunk myself. I'm in thinking green. almost inevitably I'm going to be in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. so I'm going to have to incorporate that into my costume. And if I'm in a wheelchair, what good are my legs anyway? Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead and go full commit, chop them off, mm-hmm. Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan, yes. Okay. Yeah, an old Lieutenant Dan. That's very good. Could. Okay, so let's say, now let's say this is a monster smash. Luke, would you, in your wheelchair, could you maybe, would you maybe go as Professor Sex? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm very confident I will be bald, and that will help. Um, Yeah. Uh, oh, there's so there's a lot there. There's a lot. <laughs> Professor Six wheeling around. Yeah, no, we shouldn't get doing into it, it. Doing his thing, <laughs> trying to get in people's minds. <laughs> trying to read people's minds. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, I've got another uh, another next yeah. door. If we want, I don't to know how to help. Cause... I don't know how to help these people. Who 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 do we reach out to that has a lot of spare costumes in their closet? Larpers, cosplay community. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. uh, southeast. I bet they've got all those Easter pageants costumes somewhere. Oh yeah, church. oh yeah, yeah. Maybe a church that's realized that putting on Christmas and Easter shows with a bunch of white people is a little bit questionable when you put them in a ton of makeup, and maybe they're kind right. of done doing that, going full brown face. <laughs> <laughs> they have a lot of rough fabric to give out. Yeah, I mean, none of us can run right. for office anymore. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's pictures of me on the internet yeah. as a different race. Right. And that's that's something of concern. You you had another one? Yeah, I got another one. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, this one comes from JJ. Uh, Jonah, 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 Jonah says, mm-hmm. being eaten alive. Can anyone give me any suggestions on something I can use in and out of the house to where I won't get eaten alive by mosquitoes and those other tiny insects that you can barely see? I've tried those insect repellent sprays, but they are too greasy on the skin and they smell nasty and I have asthma. They are no good for me. Is there anything natural I can use? Mm. There you go. First of all, great job with the clickbait. He nailed the title. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna like. No one's gonna skip clicking on eaten alive. Being eaten alive. alive yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, this might. This is the first thing that came to my mind, and it might not be as much of a repellent, but it will protect you. Mm-hmm. Um, cover yourself in blood. Mm, that okay. way they'll they'll just get the blood off the surface mm-hmm. and won't penetrate your skin to get it uh, and it's all natural uh, the end yeah mm-hmm. that's good could you just stick a bunch of fans all over your body pointing outward so that mosquitoes have no chance of getting like within range of you yeah that's good and then since you're already wired up, you might as well just get a bunch of those bug zappers. So just in case one gets mm-hmm. through the fans, like they're just going to get zapped on your body. Mm-hmm. Could get in one of those balls uh, that people roll around in. Mm-hmm. Just, just travel via that yeah. all the time. Or just like, like a bee suit, like a beekeeper suit. I feel like that mm-hmm. would be you know the same concept. But a ball, but a big plastic ball that you walk around in like a, like a hamster. Right, mm-hmm. exactly like a beekeeper suit. Everybody's got different levels of sort of tastiness, mm-hmm. right? Like mosquitoes, sure. are it's not one size fits all. They got a sweet tooth for some people. Mm-hmm. Couldn't you just find that friend that is more tasty than you and bring them with you? It's the old, it's the old colloquialism? Nope, I don't know. It's the old saying... You don't have to outrun the bear in the woods. You just got to outrun your friend. Mm-hmm. Right. So in this scenario, the friend is the is the bait. This is the sacrifice, right? It's gonna mm-hmm. take some science to figure out which one of your friends is that friend. Mm-hmm. You're gonna need to get them in a mosquito-heavy place, and like Florida, like Florida. Yeah, just step outside, and then uh, after you've been outside for a while, go ahead and just. Mark down how many bites they have. Just kind of search their body for bites. Um, a couple of other comments from from people in the neighborhood. Uh, JH says, put Listerine in a spray bottle. The original brown. Works and doesn't leave residue. Re- sorry, doesn't, re- doesn't leave residual. Um, if you're outside for a while, we'll need to reapply. Did he say the original brown? Mm-hmm. Was that referring to the Listerine, or was that just a statement? Uh, it uh, doesn't say. They're two I separate am. sentences. We're going to go with that's just a statement. Uh, JP said, a lot of J's. JP says, orange peels. Hang them. Mm. That Ooh. dude hates orange Let's peels. Slow down, JP. Hates orange peels. My God. And he just had to say it somewhere. Someone says Johnson & Johnson baby oil. Ooh. So a real slippery surface, so the yeah lube up. Yeah, were they going to the monster bash, uh, the Halloween bash mm-hmm. monster mash, the monster smash? I do like that. I think that's maybe the best solution. 
Just get something real slippery that they can't yeah stop on you like they land and you just watch them slide all the way down your arm mm-hmm. that would be incredible <laughs> one person just says dryer sheets hmm. no instructions just tape them all over yourself so there's a lot of home remedies out there i never uh, had really wet thought suit. about mm-hmm. full body wetsuit waiters waiters yes. full of water uh clothes hmm. just just put on some more clothes. in general Oh, I don't know why we didn't think about this. TB, Tim Byron says, also, don't go outside at dusk or dawn. Oh, well, that's that's smart. Duh. Don't go outside. Uh, You're right. You'll Can't never get, get bit. I think, we, uh, I think we came up with some good solutions. All right, well, is that going to do it for us tonight? I believe so. Thanks for listening, folks. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Nickel Park, the Couch Guys Fire Through the Wilderness of Life. Thanks to Sons of the Circus for the use of our theme song. Thanks to Jake Byron for the use of our ad song. Thanks to AMF for having us on the network. Please hit us up at nickelparktours at gmail.com or on Instagram at nickel underscore park underscore podcast. And that's all. Well, until next time, I'm Luke. I'm Joshua. And I am Ben. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Show me some loving and show me emotion. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Yeah.